0: Hello and welcome to another edition of Childhood Remastered. This is the podcast where we look back on the cartoons and TV shows and movies and whatnot of our youth to see if they're still worth a damn. Or not. Or not, which is far too often the case. I am Sean. And I'm Chris. And today we're going to be doing a uh, another segment, a little mini segment, about uh, something that, that we have talked about a couple times. We're calling this segment Parental Guidance Suggested. Now, I don't know about you guys... But something that we... I, I think I can speak for both of us. Something that we yeah. did a lot when we were younger is we wound up watching movies or TV shows or just wound up in front of things that we probably shouldn't have. Oh, no, we knew we shouldn't have. That's why <laughs> half the time we didn't tell people that we were watching it. Yeah, either either our parents didn't know what the movie or whatever was all about or... It was an accidental rental from a video store. Yeah, you know, it was back back in the day where you, you would, snuck up late at night to watch something on TV that you shouldn't have. Off, off, Elvira. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it was yeah, it was something where we had video stores and you didn't have the internet, so you were basically left with what was on the back of the box. And if it sounded cool and the pictures looked cool, and, and it wasn't too much gore, your parents would usually just say, "Oh, okay, yeah. I don't know what this is, but it doesn't look that bad. There's no boobies on the box." Yeah, okay. yeah, exactly. So, so in this in this segment, we want to talk about we want to talk about movies and and TV shows, mostly movies that that we shouldn't have watched, and I. I need to preface this, I think, by saying that the movies that we probably watched a lot when we were growing up were, the rating system was different. The rating system was much different pre-1984. You only had ratings that were PG, R, and I think that's it. PG, R, and X, I think. Yeah. And so you wound up with a lot of movies that had a PG rating, which by our standards today were movies that you would let your kid go to. I mean, PG doesn't have an age limit. PG and G don't really have an age limit. The, only, the first one that starts nowadays is PG-13. You're supposed to be 13 years old. And that, that, that's not even a requirement. The, the actual description, I think, just says parents are strongly cautioned to about this movie. And then blah blah whatever it is. Yeah. The only one that really has an age restriction now is NC17. Well, R sort of does. You can't buy a ticket if you if it's an R movie. But it didn't used to be that way. It, it did
1: not used to be it, that way. Even if it was R, you could still go see it. It was more whether or not your parents were paying attention.
0: Yeah, up until so. I was actually doing some research before this, and up until I want to say like the 40s, movies Movies, by and large, started in the late 1800s with Thomas Edison. Um, there were some recordings of there was some recording of a of a prize fight that was 108 minutes long, or I think it was something like that, 108 minutes long. Because prize fighting was illegal everywhere but Nevada, so they recorded it in Nevada, and it became a super popular thing. But up until about 1940, there weren't really You're talking. It was a famous boxing match. Yeah, uh, it was an interracial boxing match. Yeah, yeah,
1: so, I know. And if you can uh, go look it up because it's the story behind it is, is actually really interesting, but that's kind of another discussion.
0: Yeah, so, yeah. up until about the 1940s, there weren't really ratings on, there weren't a lot of ratings, there there were some, that there was, I was doing some research on like, there were different groups that were related to like, Catholic organizations, that, that, there were, was nothing standardized. Nothing standardized yeah. until about the 1960s, the early 1960s, yeah. when you started getting like, "This is an R-rated movie." This is a, and you had standards for what those were. So, in, in the movies that were coming out around the time that that you know that would have been on video around the time that we were young, I just wanted to run down a couple of them because all of these movies that I'm about to mention. Were movies that were rated PG. Remember that they're rated PG. Mo- many of these movies were also scary, violent, and or mildly sexual in nature. Sometimes, uh, sometimes all three of yeah, those. Yeah, sometimes all three. So, the the tip of the the tip of the spear here. Jaws. Jaws was rated PG. How many people die in that movie? Who fra- uh, you know it's fine It's a lot of blood in the water But it's all good Who Framed Roger Rabbit Now don't
1: talk shit about Who Framed Roger I'm Rabbit not. because one of my favorites Because We watched it today Oh you did? Mm-hmm. Yeah Well my kid's home sick And we watched it today Because she
0: loves Who Framed Roger Rabbit But it is
1: uh, There's a lot of sexuality
0: In that movie I mean freaking just Well and, and some violence And People uh, die Jessica Rabbit has Has toon sex with R.K. Maroon The patty cake and yeah, you know that's what you're. That's They're what dipping the the
1: cartoons and dip, and yeah. It, oh yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Oh come on, Pee Wee's P- great. P- yeah, but you can't deny that that movie has some scary elements. That movie has some adult themes. I mean, the, okay. the character yeah, of Pee Wee Herman true. is is an adult character. Uh, the movie Poltergeist, PG rated mm-hmm. PG. Yeah, that scene at the end that always scared the shit out of everyone when the when the big skull head came through. It was like. Rah! Ah. PG. Oh, yeah, rated yeah. PG. Uh, the movie Grease. Grease was rated PG. A lot of sexual themes in Grease. Yeah. I know I know there's a lot of ladies out there that love that movie, but there I are... don't l- like... Well, just the musical in general is not one of my favorites. Yeah. Uh, a movie that we covered, one of the first movies uh, that we covered, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles from 1990 was rated PG. Yeah, I know. I think we talked about the fact that maybe there was, like...
1: Maybe a little too much violence with shredder crushed in a garbage machine. Yeah, it's and just
0: maybe just a little, weird. a little higher than PG. Yeah, uh, I don't know if you've ever seen this or read the book *Watership Down*. Yeah, there's a that movie. If you've never all, seen *Watership Down*, *Watership Down* is a mindfuck of a movie with a lot of vi- very violent animal deaths, and they made it into an animated movie. <laughs> For kids, <laughs> because why not? Yeah. Well, you know, uh, and they kept all so the, the violence. Is,
1: the thing is about all these movies that I think is interesting is the fact that there's really no rhyme or reason what made it PG or PG thirteen or R or whatever. It sometimes was just more at whim. Do you know how they actually do the rating system, right? no okay so what they do is is these
0: the, the oh you mean like just in general with movies
1: yeah yeah so they just get like a amalgamated clip video of just a bunch of random stuff that people think is going to be offensive and it's shown completely out of context yeah and they just they're just bombarded with all of this stuff and then they go uh pg PG-13, oh no, that's an R. And sometimes it's it's for just the most ridiculous reasons. Yeah. And so you'll have movies that have nudity in it, like Titanic, that's PG-13... And then you have movies like Monster
0: Squad with full-on, like, chest, chest getting impaled and all this stuff. And oh, yeah. Mr. Alucard got impaled on the fence, didn't he? Yeah.
1: <laughs> and that
0: was definitely not R because I saw it as a kid. Yeah. So, I think that one was PG-13,
1: though. But my point is, is Monster Squad is far more violent uh, than a PG-13 rating, just like Jaws shouldn't have gotten PG. So, yeah.
0: so well, what what are we here to do? What kind of... Well, let me run down the rest of the list because okay. I like some of these. So okay. just really quick. Another movie that was rated PG, Gremlins. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
1: Gremlins n- not should not be PG.
0: Uh, one of my favorite... Actually, probably my favorite movie of all time. Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. Yeah. Uh, the movie Airplane.
1: Yeah, PG. Rated uh, PG. Shouldn't have been.
0: Yeah. Uh, the Bad News Bears. There's a lot of... Them. There's a lot of bad shit in that movie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Return to Oz, which I'm pretty sure anyone who Is saw that movie... Is straight nightmare fuel. Yeah, straight it's nightmare fuel. massive nightmare uh, fuel. And, and the, the last movie that I wanted to talk about was Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. Now, I bring that one up... Golly,
1: Yeah,
0: there was full-on a heart pulled out of someone's body and and then the guy gets eaten by alligators at the end. Don't forget the face melting
1: for for uh oh yeah the first raiders. one.
0: So, so the the first the the reason that I brought up Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom is because Steven Spielberg actually influenced the the creation of the PG-13 rating. He looked at the last couple movies that he did like Jaws and and uh uh the Indiana Temple, Jones of, movies, Temple yeah. of Doom and he's like uh, there's, maybe there should be another rating. Like a or, middle ground. Or, yeah, something. And he suggested he suggested like PG-14. And then the Motion Picture Association came back the next year and was like, no, PG-13. I don't know why one year was different. But you have Steven Spielberg really to thank for for pushing that forward. So what we wanted to talk about today, given that whole background, is movies that we watched as kids that we absolutely should not have watched and and we have I think we have a couple of good ones yeah so what's your first one um, my first one actually is part of a story that I like telling about my mom uh, I don't know I don't remember where how this movie came to be in our VCR <laughs> but I was at home uh, I was living I, I mean I was probably like my brother and sister weren't born yet so I want to say I was like five. And for whatever reason, I think my mom had turned this movie on and then went to go do something else. Maybe not knowing what was going on in the movie, but the movie was major league. The movie with, uh, with Charlie Sheen. Charlie Sheen. Yeah. Uh, if you've never seen it, it's about the Cleveland Indians and, and them trying to, uh, win a championship to save it's the a team to... It's a comedy and it's, it's a comedy, but it's a raunchy comedy. There's, I don't think there's, there it really should have been R. In... Yeah.
1: Uh, well, no, I it sh- was
0: it R. It should have been, I. It
1: should have not been PG for sure. I don't know I don't what the think, rating. is. I don't is. think it was. I think it was rated R. Let me let me well, check. Well, it, it could have been, but but the point is, is it was not meant for you as a
0: five year old. Right? No, it was not. Yeah, Major League was rated R. Came out okay. In 1989. Well, that's good because it should have been. Yeah, yeah. So so the the story that I like to tell about this movie is is I don't even remember what part of it this was, but at a certain point, probably multiple times, a character in the movie will say "motherfucker." And 5-year-old me is like, "Well, what's that word I've never heard before?" So, I walk into my I walk into the to the bathroom, and my mom, I remember my mom is is looking in the mirror and she's drying her hair, and I tug on her shirt and I say, "Mom, mom, mom." And she turns it off and she says, "What?" And I say, "Mom, what's a motherfucker?" And she backhands me faster than I can blink. She said, "You never say that word again." I'm like, "Oh, but it was on the movie you let me watch." And I had no, I had no idea what the word meant. I was completely dumbfounded. I was like, "Okay." So then I went back and I, I, I finished watching the movie. There, there's a part in the movie where, and I haven't seen this movie in years. There's a part in the movie where the coach, the the, the manager, is sort of incentivizing the team with there's this woman who owns the team and she's just a complete bitch, bitch on wheels. And she's the one that wants to sell it and move it. Cause she wants to get out of Cleveland. I don't blame her, but he has this, he has this big cardboard stand cut out of her. And she's wearing this awful, like leopard print eighties dress. And, uh, he tells them every game that they win, He's gonna remove a piece and it's all these like Velcro on. Oh like yeah, I remember. Pieces. I remember. Yeah. And yeah. and at the end, at the end, it's like the boob part. And I remember him going like, You guys want this? You guys want this? And, and all footing and hollering yeah. and he rips it off and he's like, Woo! But yeah, five year old me is sitting there just not knowing about all these feelings I'm having, wondering what these words are, why are these guys so interested in this woman's breasts? What's going on here? Completely confused. I was so confused and I'm pretty sure it messed me up for life and that's why I'm here now. It's all, it's all, I blame Charlie Sheen. I'm sure I'm not. I was gonna say I'm sure there are plenty of people that blame Charlie Sheen for their problems. So how about you? What's a movie that you? Did? Well,
1: before I do that, I just wanted to to mention there's a couple other things. So one of the guys from our network uh, commented that the animated Transformers movie is PG, and oh. that's that's something that would probably today actually fit into a PG-13 category. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean it, that one's pretty pretty crazy. And then also we have somebody on here talking about Killer Clowns from Outer Space, which I don't know if you've seen that movie. It's a it's a definite B movie, but it is not good at all. it's actually sort of hard to sit all the way through unless you're making it a drinking game, you're watching it with other people. Rotten Tomatoes has it at seventy one percent. I don't that's, care what Rotten Tomatoes gotta, says. That's gotta it's, be a user score. It has to be a user score. That's, it is, that's rated PG thirteen, by the way. It's terrible. Yeah. Terrible. Somebody on here also mentioned uh, uh, Rocco's Modern Life, which is a show that we've covered before. Actually, the person who suggested that is the person that uh, that gave us the Hug-a-Bunch oh. request. Yeah, thanks for that. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, my mine that I would want to throw out, the first one is Alien. So, the first Alien film came out in 1979, I which think... always blows my mind that it came out in 1979, because it feels so much more 1980s and 1970s well it was, just yeah i you know maybe it's the cinematography um the sort of darker grittier nature of the sci-fi in there but it, it definitely felt more 1980s i i had wanted to see this movie and i don't know why i wanted to see it so bad but i was maybe about nine or ten years old maybe about ten years old And my little brother's two years younger than I So he's about eight years old And we had been hounding my mom Just over and over and over again Wanting to see Alien My dad was like No they're not going to see Alien It's inappropriate And and we were like No we really want to see it And my mom's like You know it's more scary than anything else You know it's probably okay But you know we're going to have to do it on a night Like on a Friday So that you have time to deal with it over the weekend Mm -hmm. And so there's this local video store rental place That we went to That we would always go and rent our movies from and if you rented a movie on saturday it was free through sunday because they were closed on sunday mm-hmm. so you'd rent a movie on a couple movies on friday and you keep them for the weekend you get an extra day so we rented alien and i i remember sitting down to watch it and you know, the the artwork and the art style of the Alien films is very distinct, you know? And mm-hmm. I remember this sort of eerie feeling and thinking, like, okay, this is kind of weird, but it's not that bad. And then the chest bursting scene happens <laughs> completely out of nowhere for me because I was... I mean, it happens while they're sitting there eating breakfast, remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, they're like, they're just, they're just eating, and then his. Chest explodes and an alien pops out and my brother and i were floored i mean that was like a life changing moment for us yeah that was your coming of age that was our coming of age we were not supposed to have seen that i don't think but in fact i believe my mom had intended to
0: fast forward through that part or Would tell you? us to close our eyes but it didn't happen oh that never works you always end up doing that thing where you're sort of looking through your eyes you're like no
1: i can see. and it. you still see it yeah, yeah. i can so we so we saw it. this 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 movie and you watch the whole rest of it and 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 it's spooky and eerie and creepy and it really is more about the chase and not the monster which is genius for a horror film i'm not a massive horror fan in general but movies like this where you don't see the monster until the end they leave you guessing you never exactly know who's gonna make it and who's not yeah that's always really cool and and it was very it was very much like in that informative like sort of genre but my brother was terrified for weeks weeks afterwards (laughs) traumatized oh yeah and so you know you'd pretend you have a chest brochure and all this stuff like with your hand (laughs) you're doing like yeah "Uh, uh, uh." and then freak him out oh yeah. yeah Yeah, so that was one of my movies that, that I had
0: that I, I shouldn't have seen. Uh, do you have any others? I, I do. My, the other one that I wanted to talk about was not so much a movie as it was a as it was like a showcase TV show, and I think yours is kind of like that too. Um, that if you if you had cable in the early '90s, and I know I talk about how I didn't have cable, but up, at a certain point we did get cable, and the the USA Network, which I don't think is around anymore. Uh, But the USA Network had a TV show called Up All Night. It was USA's Up All Night. And when I first started watching it, there were two hosts. It was Rhonda Shear and Gilbert Gottfried, the comedian. and He's really funny. He is. Uh, So what the show was was a showcase show. It it usually wound up being between like two and four hours, depending on what movies they were showing. Because they would sometimes show two movies. And it would be late, late at night. It would—I want to say it would start at like ten and be over at like two in the morning. And they would show these like B movies, and mm-hmm. I, I want to call them like skin flicks, almost because they were those they, those kind of B movies that were like hyper violent and hyper sexual. And it'd always be two people in
1: their underwear dry humping, and that was supposed to represent sex. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I remember this. No, so yeah.
0: some of the some of the shows that they had on there was the the, the movie Critters. Um, they played a lot of trauma films like Toxic Avenger, Class of Nukem High, and like I said, these movies were all Killer like condom, maybe. Yeah. No, I actually <laughs> found I actually found a list of uh, of movies that were a complete list of movies, and there's a ton, and they're yeah, all about And I'm not going to yeah. do them, but they're they're movies like uh, uh, Bikini Car Wash, Bikini Goddess, Buford's Beach Bunnies, Caveman chopping mall they're like these these horror movies that are highly that probably should have never
1: been made no yeah. they
0: shouldn't have been but but i would sit up and i'd watch these and i just like i'd be i'd be just <laughs> entranced by them i'm sure part of it was like you know you know pre-pubescent libido that was that was burgeoning and i was just like i really I, like i didn't know what to do with the energy i was just like i like watching these movies <laughs> <laughs> and you're just kind of
1: blown away by this yeah. Thing you shouldn't have been watching. Yeah, you just that watching... reminds me of of Elvira.
0: Yeah, which you know
1: here in Southern California, Elvira started on on I think it was like local access. Yeah, really yeah, in really 19 was. in 1981, and you get like Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and you get a bunch of these like sort of B horror films, and they some of them are are actually really scary. They're they do a really good job with such a small budget, and I think. To be fair, most of the people watching Elvira, Mistress of the Night, in the early
0: 1980s, was not her, for the horror. They're watching for one reason. Yes. Oh, well, I mean two, two reasons. reasons.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and which she is 66 years old and, and still looks like that. Which her her and Linda I Carter mean, like, are both good, 66, and they are a, good for them. If only, if only we had genes like that. Uh, yeah. So. I, that would definitely be one that was like that for me. But my second pick is actually the movie that we've had requests for. And I think we may do either this year or at some point. And that's the movie Monster Squad.
0: Yeah. And
1: Monster <laughs> Squad is... Wolfman's got nards? That's what it's about, didn't you know? Kick Wolfman and the nards. <laughs> it, so the movie Monster Squad, it, I think we mentioned it back when we were covering Monster Force. And one of our <laughs> listeners said that he grew up loving, uh, loving a, a virus, virus. Two reasons, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sean, no, no, we agree with you. And also, good call out there for rock and roll because that is how many times have we mentioned that now? Too many, too many. Too but many also, if you watch, p- if you watch it at all or watch part of it, it definitely shouldn't have been PG. No, but but so my <laughs> my my pick of Monster Squad has has impalement. Has kids smoking? Kids, yeah, seriously. The, the cool kids smoking cigarettes and murder and all of this stuff and and it was it was rad and it was cool and it was just so 1980s. It came out in 87. It's a movie that didn't do well either. It it cost 12 million and made 3.6 or 3.8. So it, it didn't do well, but it has a cult following to the point where it's had multiple DVD and uh, HD re releases. You know, the- and and I honestly. I'm really excited to go back and watch it cuz I I don't think I've watched it in I don't even know the last time I watched it. It's been years. I've, I have I have every once in a while kind of getting a, into a groove and I'm like, yeah, Monster Squad. And I'll go look up like a short video on YouTube, but outside of that, I don't I don't I've
0: def- I don't think I've seen
1: it in maybe 20 years.
0: I've definitely seen it in the last 10 and I, almost in the last 5 cuz my buddy Josh That's one of his favorite movies of all time. So. That explains so much about Josh. We've watched, we've watched that movie more more than once uh on a on a you know alcohol fueled night which says a lot because he's seen samurai cop more than once on a drunk he has night. so have you i have yeah, samurai Cop. Uh, 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 no- oh god <laughs> you bringing up you bringing up that movie uh bringing up monster squad made me remember another movie that was kind of disturbing a little bit less so than monster squad but i think is in the same vein and that's the movie time bandits god yeah also maybe like not
1: uh, for the chill-ins. maybe
0: not appropriate it's rated pg it came out in 1981 uh probably not something that like little kids should watch but no. actually probably was a movie because it featured a kid and it featured little people and who who was it it was uh was it terry terry gilliam did yeah it, terry of, gilliam of uh, monty python mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, there's. I think we've mentioned
1: uh, that movie before on past episodes.
0: Yeah. And and what's the funny part about this is that I really think this is something that is universal, at least for us
1: Zenials. No, that's what I was going to say. That's what I was going to say. We're in this sort of like. We talked about this before. We're in that uh age range that was 77 born, to 84 or whatever it is it's no it's during the release of star wars so 77 to 83 oh there you go yeah so anybody who is a late gen x early millennials in that yeah where uh, would definitely understand it
0: yeah it, it's it's something where i mean here's the thing is that when we were kids we we grew up with the evolution of the internet and that's what sort of defines that like middle ground zenial thing is, is you sort of came you of You remember age, analog, but you also came of age during. During the internet. During so, its burgeoning. So yeah. you have a situation where there, there's a, there's a circumstance where your parents might not know. I mean, there were so many movies, so many little studios—B movie, C movie, D movie studios—that were pumping out these movies. Especially at the neighborhood VHS store, yeah. it's not like a blockbuster
1: where and it's you, cordoned off. But you go to that neighborhood place, and it's all just like in random ass shells in alphabetical
0: order. You literally oh. just
1: have the back
0: of the box to
1: read like a quick and sometimes paragraph. sometimes they lost the box.
0: Yeah, so it was just like name of the movie and then the price. And and you don't really you don't really. Get... I want to say, and maybe you would know better, but I feel like you don't get that sort of freedom anymore to sort of discover crazy shit or things that you're not supposed to see because everything is so what's Control. the word? What? No, yeah, it's it's controlled and 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 um, supervised. What's, what's the no no no? What's the word? It's it's when you are. Uh, it's when it's when use your words, Sean. Uh, it's. It's like what Spotify does. They they Filter. They yeah, they filter and they uh I wanna say they catalog stuff or Well the thing is is
1: is is ultimately when like you have a kid and you wanna go
0: watch something on Netflix. Curate. Curate. Curate okay. is the word I was looking curate. for. They curate stuff for you so you don't have to figure out what's good and what's bad. We have rotten tomatoes, we have we have all kinds of rating sites. It's right. like this is bad for kids; don't show it to kids. And you didn't have all that stuff. You had Siskel and Ebert, and that was well. It. Now you have Netflix with a kids section. You yeah, have
1: YouTube Kids, which has its own set of problems. But you know, you'd have you'd have the possibility of of parents screwing up, making a mistake and picking something that they shouldn't have or something ending up on TV late at night and you snuck out of bed or something. And so you had more possibility and you do have some of that possibility because there's parental
0: controls and computers that kids will just bypass. I was going to say, it's probably more on the internet now than just like you found it on TV.
1: Yeah. Well, it's just, they're finding it in a different place and they're finding different things. So the idea of finding these Hyper violent, hyper surreal, maybe overly sexualized films. They're not going to find those because it's been so long since some of that stuff's been released uh, before the age of the internet, right? Mm-hmm. So, so all that stuff that happened in, say, you know, pre ninety five, okay, uh, has it's been so far removed that you're not really going to find much of it sort of out. In the ether anymore, right? Yeah. So so now now it will be like, oh, you know, you ended up on Jake Paul's YouTube channel and you shouldn't have because you're a little kid or something. or Yeah. Uh, or because you're an adult with a brain, whatever. Um, so you end up in places that you shouldn't have ended up in. But the likelihood of that being a experience of a narrative that you shouldn't have experienced is probably not going to happen. Yeah. So I just don't see that being very likely anymore. I mean – With my kid at home, she knows how to navigate Netflix and Hulu and all this. I know kids that
0: are, I know kids that are two. That my, uh, my buddy Josh, his daughter is, I want to say two or one and a half or two, and she full on grabs the phone and she's like, dude, dude, dude. She does, I don't know if she is caught like, if she knows exactly what she's doing, but she knows how to get where she wants to go to get to that YouTube thing, so she can just click on something, click, 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 click. Yeah, that happens, and I, and I've seen plenty of kids who you know, it's just
1: like you, accidentally end up on something that they shouldn't. Or that definitely
0: happens. Or you see kids like with the they have so much more access now than we did. Like the to, for us when we were growing up, if we wanted to see something naughty you had to go back behind those saloon doors behind that beaded curtain or you try then, to get onto the scramble channel and watch it wavy oh yeah the spice channel but now kids kids have freaking phones that they can use cuz the parents i mean i don't know how i don't know how like if a kid if you hand a kid your phone and he takes it into the other room you're probably not going to have parental controls on your own phone so yeah. they can just pull it up Pull up, you know, whatever.com and go see whatever they want to see. And I know that porn is way more prevalent with like... Young kids today Than it probably was Like Yeah that's a whole Other set of issues That's a whole other Conversation But but we had to work For our porn To steal those magazines And and The other (laughs) thing is
1: is It's a method of trolling With YouTube Is people will say Take a Justin Bieber concert Mm -hmm. Or Selena Gomez Or Spongebob Squarepants Put the whole video Up on YouTube But about eight minutes Into the video Splice in Hardcore pornography (laughs) And book And both ends And make the thumbnail Still Spongebob Mm -hmm. So the click on Spongebob Watch Spongebob Goes into hardcore porn And then it will go right back out of it. So whole bunch of Tyler Durdens out there. So a lot of people doing messed up stuff that they shouldn't. Yeah. uh, (laughs) That's uh, Fight Club ish. Yeah. Yeah. But but in in some ways, I feel like they're still not getting a narrative as part of that. No, you know what I mean. It's like it's like okay, naughty bits or violence, but it's not like a narrative where they get to absorb a story like the idea of like a five-year-old accidentally getting a hold of the movie monster squad yeah it's just not gonna happen no 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 you know what i mean yeah. so i i just don't see that happening which is in some ways sort of a shame I, yeah I, like
0: I i feel like i feel like some of that for was, us it was a rite of passage yeah i was gonna say it's like a coming of age thing where you see like your first r-rated movie and you're like oh my god like I can't believe I. I can't remember I'm what Watching it was. that, yeah, I can't yeah. believe I'm watching this. Like I remember watching horror movies when I was in like eighth grade. You know, I'm like 13, 14 years old, and I'm I'm watching these R-rated horror movies that friends' parents had rented for oh, us, yeah. and I'm just like, I can't believe I'm watching this. Like it's yeah. so exciting. But by the time I these, think my
1: first uh, R was a James Bond. Were, were
0: there any R-rated James I Bond? I think the movies? early ones were. They,
1: they wouldn't be R now. I don't think.
0: Yeah, um, but but ultimately ultimately. It's something that is, if if you're in the age range of 29, 30 to about almost 40, or yeah. over 40. Yeah, the then earth, you, your
1: early 40s to uh, early 30s, that 10 year age range. You yeah. probably remember that as absolutely being
0: like a thing. Oh yeah, because you know? video stores weren't that big before that point anyway. No, because they didn't exist. Yeah, there was no VHS tape. So they're like, yeah, it... it <laughs> The rite of passage for us, and it's something that I think about a lot of times, at least when I think I'm, about it when we do our show. Yeah, Actually it's like, oh, well, this isn't really appropriate for kids. And I wonder, yeah. I mean, that was sort of the basis of the show. Like, is this stuff appropriate? How, what was the message to the kids? Like, what did well, this do to children who watched yeah, it? Yeah,
1: and there are shows that we haven't done yet, like, say, Beavis and Butthead, which we sh- definitely shouldn't have watched as kids. Oh, that... no,
0: but I'm so glad we did. Yeah, I'm so <laughs> glad we
1: did. And, you know, we may cover that in in this new year, too. It's one of our requests. I and think it... we will. Yeah, I think we will.
0: Yeah. Oh, wait, I winked the wrong eye. Uh, <laughs> Sean doesn't know how to wink. I don't uh, know how to... Sean's having a seizure. So,
1: I think it'll be fun. Maybe this throughout this next year maybe we pick a few of those i yeah. think we have some in our in our request list absolutely uh, rock and roll that have sort of been requested over and over again that we may have to end up watching yeah and and i think it'll be fun for us to do it throughout the new year if you guys like this sort of new format kind of format let us know if you don't like it let us know you know you can find us in all of our regular places but we definitely take requests and messages kind of Yes at, at will most of this next year I, I planned out right I, I sat yes. down and I planned out all of our episodes that we're going to record from now I think until about May are
0: planned now. but I will say that but we will change it. If yeah. something comes up that's just too good to pass up and and not do immediately, we'll absolutely do it immediately. Yes
1: yes but but we have all of these requests and we're gonna try and work through them sort of slowly between now and you know May ish. And then we still have other requests, but I think there's
0: stuff that we want to watch, so yeah. that we're going to throw in there too. So, yeah. so we'll we'll kind of see how it goes. Yeah, and I, I think that'll do it for this episode. If you like this, let us know in the comments. We had a couple people in the live chat. We do these. Uh, we've been doing these uh, on Facebook Live. If you, you go to our yeah, if you usually. go to our if you go to our uh, Facebook page, uh, Childhood Remastered on Facebook uh on twitter we're at remastered cast we have our website childhoodremastered.com you can contact us through facebook messenger actually we
1: respond really quickly there a lot of times we get really good conversation back and forth between between some of our listeners well they'll suggest stuff or we'll suggest stuff to them we actually have some stuff in in my netflix queue actually due to a listener that i honestly sorry man i haven't had a chance to check out yet but it's in my queue so the, uh that's usually a good way to get a hold of us. Instagram uh, is not as busy at the moment. I've just been really busy with work. But yeah. but I'm going to be kind of getting back on that. You're welcome to, to join us there, though.
0: Yeah, one thing I one thing I wanted to uh, mention, because we don't really mention it. We have the bumpers at the end. But we're part of uh, ACPN as a podcast network. Uh, you can check out the other shows on there on theacpn.com. There are shows like uh, Retro Cinema Podcast. There's The Swimcast. There is, uh, the flagship, uh, adventure club podcast, mm-hmm. punch drunk punch, uh,
1: TV yeah, and
0: there's a couple others and, and drunk uh, on
1: Disney. Yeah. Rewind cinema. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And so there's, and so, yeah, we've got a bunch of cool stuff on the, on the network. If you want to go grab a, a listen to some of the other stuff over there. Yeah. Check the, it out. Uh, yeah. You can check it out. Uh, adventure club podcast, I believe is, uh, Thursdays like ours. Yeah. So, uh, you, you can definitely grab a listen if you want.
0: Um, I think that'll do it for this week. Right? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we will be back next week. Uh, the, the show is always online on, uh, Thursdays for download, but if you want to check us out next Wednesday around the six thirty ish Pacific time, uh, you can check us out on our Facebook page where we broadcast live. And until next time, this is Sean and Chris, and, uh, this has been your childhood remastered. We will see you next time.